Blog Talk Radio. Sometimes 
when we work so hard and, you know, we feel like we're not doing enough, we need to hear from somebody else. And I just want to say that she's an amazing person. You know, nobody's perfect, but she's an amazing person. She's, she's really good to her siblings. Um, she supported to her siblings. She supported to both her parents. Um, no, she, she supported to, you know, even her friends as well. Um, but people that she don't even know and working that environment, working in that environment that she works in, sometimes people can be mean, sometimes they can be ungrateful, but she still gives it her best shot. She still puts her best foot forward and she, um, gives them her best. And by the end of the day, she wins them over. Now, of course, if they have a psychotic break, she may not win them over at that moment, but then they'll come back and apologize after they act it up and they calm down. So I just wanted to give her kudos and um, let her know that people are watching. I'm her mom, and, of course, I'm, you know, going to give her all the encouragement as ever, but just hearing it from other people and just watching the effect that she has on the different people that she works with. It's amazing to see. It just tickles me in my stomach. So that's who I wanted to um, mention on today. Um, I actually was trying to go away from family members, but I couldn't help it. It was the one that came to my mind. But, um, Vika, you have one you want to share today? No, I don't have an unsung hanger on today, but I do want to give a shout-out to Ashley. Um, she's a bright, intelligent, talented young woman. And um, I'm just so proud of her. Um, I mean, even I forgot said, to mention her voice. I forgot to mention her voice. She has an anointed voice because I have two daughters, and my other daughter, she has an anointed voice too, and sounds very good. Oh my goodness! But we're talking about Ashley today, and with Ashley, her voice is an it's angelic, and it's like people ask her to come and sing at funerals. And whether they're saved or not, they're touched. So, you know, she even uses her voice in the environment at work as well. And the the people in the environment are touched. Like they might be, you know, um, flat. They might have a flat aspect, meaning that they have no emotions in their face, um, lethargic or whatever. But they she they seem to wake up when they hear her singing. You know, if they were isolative, now they want to come out and join the party, or they want to come and see what's going on. So um, I just want to mention that part. I'm sorry for interrupting you, giving her cool speech. Uh, we cannot say we're sorry now. Oh, oh, we did yeah, a whole yeah. show for the album. I take that back. I take that back. I don't mean to say sorry. I apologize. And really, I don't apologize, okay. but I do apologize because I'm trying to be, you know, okay, long, polite. Yes. But yes. Yeah. What I'm long saying is we don't say sorry around that <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Now. Can't be lying and kicking now. We spent the whole hour talking about that. Now, um, I just want to continue giving kudos to Ashley. Um, so glad that she's our unsung hero today. And let going back to her singing, uh, she is she is very blessed by the gift from God. If you don't know Jesus, by the time she gets finished singing, you're gonna want to know Jesus for real, for real, for real. All righty then. Much love, Ashley. Thank you for listening. On that note, back to life, back to reality. Back to reality. <laughs> okay, so as I was saying earlier, 
Mr. Rogers neighborhood. Okay. So some of y'all may know what I'm talking about. Well, quite a few of y'all should know what I'm talking about. And then some of y'all millennium youngsters probably don't know what the heck I'm talking about. And that's fine. But we're going to talk about Dika's neighborhood. Okay. Dika had an experience today. And Dika usually is very uh, prideful, hardcore, don't let nothing bother her. And if it is bothering me, you ain't going to know about it. Okay. So anyway, I'm out in my business trying to get up, get ready for church so I can go praise God, thanking me for another day, you know, because God could have had other plans. However, in the midst of me trying to get ready, go to church, get in the cab, um, I have to rely on uh, transportation that is catered for people with disabilities called access. So when you're riding with access, you got to make your ride the day before, and then it's a share ride company. You know that before you get in the car. Okay. So I get in the car. I did not know that there was a passenger in the back of the car. Share ride, remember? So I, he, he speaks to me. I say good morning. Today was a good day because I don't always want to say good morning, and I'm working on that, so you pray for me. So anyway, uh, he said good morning. I said good morning back. We riding, we traveling, we get to, uh, what is it, La Mirada? Okay, and I'm on my way to Whittier. We get to the person's house. Remember that man that said good morning in such a sweet voice? Well, he turned into a Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde, okay? He took it to a whole nother level. He started using words that, you know, I try not to say too often, and every other word was the F-bomb and some more words, and he's going off on the cab driver. Now, the whole time he's sitting there, any other time, Dika would have been like, excuse me. Okay, not today. Mm-hmm. Dika was silent. Okay, that was very difficult. The reason why Dika was silent, because the way he was acting, he's all in the driver's ear, he in my ear, and if I wanted to say something, he could have, like, snatched me up like a rag dog. Okay? So I wasn't going to do that today. So he continues to talk bad to the driver. Then he takes off his seatbelt, and he's still saying every other word. Then the driver gets on the phone and calls the dispatcher. He got a few choice words for the dispatcher. The dispatcher lady is telling him this is a share ride. This is how it goes. It's not the driver's fault. He's telling the lady that he's been in the car since 5.45 a.m., and he should at least told him we're going to have a share ride. Long story short, by the time all that happened, he told him to drop him off at the bus stop. I'm yeah, looking at the screen. Me. You called me, and I didn't know you called. And when I listened to my voicemail, all I could hear is this man talking real loud and using all kind of, like you said, F-bombs. And I could hear the driver. And I'm like, wait a minute. I had to listen to that voicemail like three times to make sure that I was listening to what I was listening to. And then I'm like, who called me? And then I realized it was you. I'm like, oh, my God, and I read my text message, and I said, oh, my God, what a way to to uh, wake up and be on your way to church. <laughs> oh, my God. But the other thing is, the other test. thing, don't take, don't take life, this is what I learned today, okay? 
You know how when you watch Mr. Rogers and he be giving you a, a, a positive word for the day? Well, a positive word today is don't take life for granted, okay? you you We right. take life for granted and we think uh, our day is promised. I, and for a matter of a second, I did not know what was going to happen. And you best to believe, I didn't pray out loud, but you best to believe I was praying in the spirit. Okay. Lord, hello. I'm not ready to go. I'm not ready to go. But if if you if you feel that it's my time, I'm really telling you, please, God. Okay, please. Let's pick another day. Not today. So long story short is, while I'm going through all these challenges, changes in my mind, he's still talking, and I look down at the screen, and it says three minutes to Zoe Christian Fellowship. I was a happy somebody. I'm like, these three minutes can't hurry up quick enough for me. And then I get out of the car, struggling to get out of the car, and I finally said something. I said, you gentlemen have a blessed day. The man opened his mouth and said, he humbled himself. Listen to what I'm saying. He humbled himself and said, ma'am, I am so sorry. So sorry for yelling in your ear. Now, Fleshly Dika could have told him a few choice words. If it, I would have repeated later. But I didn't do that. I said, not a, not a problem. The point of my story is you don't never know who you are in, in contact with. Like I right. said, I could have easily went off and I would have been happy. But God wanted me to speak finally when he wanted me to speak. And then when I spoke, to say something nice, encouraging to him. So I just give him all the praise and glory that he allowed me to see another day. I could go to sleep tonight and pray that I'm going to wake up in the morning. I thank you, Father. I will not take the planet. I used to pray every time I got a car. But for now on, I will make sure I pray. Uh, God, place your angels upon me. (laughs) You know, back in the day, we done got involved because it seemed as though the way you told the story, you were sitting in the front seat and he was sitting in the back seat. So he's all in your ear yelling. So, you know, usually you'll turn around and be like, excuse me, would you lower your voice? You know what I'm saying? I didn't have time to do all that. He was in my like fear. Fear is like the last thing because, you know, fear can make you mad too when you respond. Not today. So thank God. Not today. (laughs) Well, I'm glad you didn't because, you know, they may have had to call the police because <laughs> if you had gotten involved, it might have went to another level. And I'm saying, like, you Man. might have made him matter. He might have made you matter. Mm-hmm. And then there's two people in the access vehicle with the driver. You know, I just really hate that he didn't, um, you know, make a decision to stop and call or, you know, call dispatch faster. Like, he shouldn't even have let it go that far. You know, but you know. And wait a minute, I gotta add this. Hopefully, I gotta add this. I gotta add this. I gotta add this. I gotta add this. In the midst of him going off on the driver and cussing every other word, he gonna say, "You got me blankety effed up. I'm not one of them helpless handicapped, uh, handicapped uh, people. I wanted to tell him, tell him, excuse me." You are in this program, so you got some kind of disability, but I didn't say nothing. And I want to say I'm not helpless at all, God dog it. Okay. All right. But anyway, that's what happened to me. That was my who does that moment. Who gets in the cab and go off on the cab driver? Thank you. All right. <laughs> I'm so glad so, I wasn't in there because I don't know. 
I know no, how you to, been telling I me know how twice. to be I know how to be diplomatic. I know how to practice my you know, being kind or calm or humble, whatever word you want to use. But sometimes depending on the spirit that the person is walking in and depending on how, you know, built up you are inside where you can handle it, sometimes it, they make you respond too. So I'm kind of glad I wasn't there because I would have felt some kind of way, not necessarily for me, but because you was up in there. I would have been mad because first yeah, of all, you're mad. Yeah. And you talking about you're not the normal disabled person, so what you saying? You can walk, you can get around pretty good. Okay, then give her the respect, you know, because you have another disabled person in the vehicle, and you act like you in here by yourself. And then you're disrespectful anyway because you're using all this profanity. And see, that's what I'm saying. I'm glad I wasn't in there because I probably would have said something. And that, that wouldn't have been good. Well, I'm just thinking, then, God, you, know, you never that know. He bl- you never yeah. know. Yeah. He, I just thank God that I, I, I was not hard-headed. I was not hard-headed today, and I didn't say nothing because on a normal, man, I'd probably be sitting in jail if Miss Vicky be doing the dang show by herself today. But anyway, man, I'm not trying to brag. I'm just having a transparent moment. So God is really working on me. He humbled right. me to be quiet. Okay, but right. anyway, let's have our personal enlightenment moment. So, Vicky, what's your personal enlightenment moment that you have this week? Oh, my God, it's my turn. <laughs> I'm doing yeah, it. it's your turn. Well, yeah, well, I wanted to share how, you know, how can I put it? And I'm born and just, raised just be, in put Los Angeles. I'm born and raised in Los Angeles, California. I have people in my family that's into that sports fans. Um, what else? They have they have different things that they're involved in. They into sports. They watch basketball, football. Adamant about these things. All uh, they even go to games, things like that. They support their kids in in different sports. But one thing that I've noticed, like when I watch games, the games on TV, and you watch different states play against another state, like the East Coast play against the West Coast. I don't know how to explain what leagues they are and all that kind of stuff, but. When they play, when you look at the bleachers, usually the other state, it could be even another city, actually, but I'm just saying between the difference between Los Angeles and other places. But they don't, in Los Angeles, they don't have the gear on like the other states. Like the other teams, or the other teams, because I keep saying states, but the other teams, they have city, like gear. Yeah. Like you'll see a, You'll see a whole area like that, all the whole side, they got on gear. But then when you see our city, you see half of them or a group, like it's not as full. So I bring all that up to say, when I ended up going to Western New York to live, I noticed that people have on stuff like they have 716 on their hats. They have gear with 716, like they their shirts, they wear boots on their clothes, like a like a polo shirt. Like you have a polo shirt and you had a little polo uh, emblem. They have the bull emblem. They have 716 on, on their pants. Like, And I'm like, one day I asked this girl, I said, that's kind of cute. What What's the 716? She was like, that's our area code. I was like... <laughs> Area code. That is like, just I too ain't much. never heard of nobody 
having so much spirit about the Aryan code. I was like, it ain't that serious. When I go back to Los Angeles, or let's say California, but we're going to just say Los Angeles because Los Angeles County is pretty big. How can we choose an area code that we want to be spirited about? I can't say 213. I can't say 562. Which area code do I use? 323? And then you got people out the there point with so is, many different area codes from different areas. Yeah, you don't even yeah, know. Yeah. You know, people have 909. Some people have 949. They have all these different area codes. I'm like, maybe, you know what? Maybe we can start a business. Maybe we can start that. Well, I already said it on the show now. But I'm saying we can No, not we no can business. Get, we can choose. We can, or what do you want to call it? We call it our posse. We got five one. We got five six two posse over here. We got three one zero posse over here, and we got seven one four posse over here. But we have and, to, you know we, we don't call it a posse. Seven one four and eight one eight. But I'm telling okay, you, I guess out here, that's it. It's like most people. It's like it's all automatic that it's seven one six. That that's their area code, and they wear it. It's like. A designer wear. Like, I'm sorry. Uh, I can't do it. I see people with it on their hats. I see them with it on their shirts, on their blouses, the females and the guys. It's not even limited. They even have kids here with 716. I was like, wow. Actually, but you know what? Even though we're you know talking what? about it, I think it's kind of cool. Because I was like, wow, they really love where they live. You know what I'm saying? I even got you. you. So we won't knock complain, them. We have some people that complain, but they like they really in support of where they from. They like, yeah, this is where we from. Seven one six, like L, like you wear L A um, Lakers gear or you know um, the Raiders gear, Forty ers Cowboys, whatever your team yeah. is, you wear their gear. Well, they have seven one six. Yes, 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 yes. It's all good. And then the, Thank you yeah, for your personal. Yeah, go ahead. Okay, wait. Okay, you know what? As I was talking, as I was talking, I do have another personal enlightenment moment. My week has been festive. Talk about, talk about uh-huh. neighborhoods. Okay, back to life, back to reality. Okay, we're going to go back to Dika's neighborhood now. Okay. <laughs> um, I just got finished uh, finishing a program that has the word neighborhood in it. Um, I just mm. finished a program. It's called Neighborhood Leadership Program, and it's in Long mm. Beach. And when you live in Long Beach, they it's a free program, and you learn about your neighborhood. So I took it upon myself to take this five month uh, five month uh, class so I can learn about my neighborhood because all I know is where I live and where the city hall is because I got to go to my meeting, and that's it. If you ask me where the park is, I don't know. If you ask me what Anaheim Corridor is, I don't know. You ask me where to post up, I don't know. And I'm supposed <laughs> yeah, to be trying to run not. for office. How you how am I going to run for office? And I, no, yeah, yeah, I ain't lying to kick it. You need how to start using your GPS. You need to use your GPS Look at like here. Let me finish the story. Okay, how am I going <laughs> to run for office in the future? And I don't know about Long Beach. Okay, but but let me tell you this. I'm going to graduate this coming Saturday. And I can tell you now, I know where stuff is, okay? I'm a GPS now, Long Beach. But but the point I'm trying to make is we have, we have a final 
Everybody in the class, they put you in teams now. So I'm giving the neighborhood leadership program a promotion. I'm giving y'all a uh, giving y'all uh, y'all y'all props in case somebody wants to join the, the program. But anyway, we have to do a, a a community event, and we had to do our community event at MacArthur Park, okay, on Anaheim. See, I even know where the park is now. Okay, so as I was waiting on my group members, one of my business, I was on the phone with my god sister, best friend, Miss Vicky, you know. And basically, we're talking about our next show. In the process of us talking about our new show, um, I hear this lady screaming and hollering. Now, five minutes before that happened, I was given a duty to call the police to tell them to come and, and roll around the park during our event so we don't have any intruders. But I hadn't made the phone call yet, though. So I look up, and the police is passing me by, about to knock me down. And this lady, she going off on the policeman, and I don't know if she was mentally ill, but I tell you this: when she was homeless, now she was laying in the, she was laying minding her business. I had seen her earlier, but I wasn't messed with her. She laying down, got her blanket, got her pillow. That policeman came up to her and told her she had to move. Mr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde. Remember I told you I had it earlier today? I had another Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde moment. The lady started cussing. Well, yeah, yeah. The lady started cussing. And um, I have a political, what do you call it? I'm a public servant, you know, uh, in the political world. So I'm a commissioner, okay? But I'm really a commissioner. I got a badge, background check, and all the back, okay? But this lady... She jumped up and said, wait a minute, you don't know who the F you messing with. I'm commissioner, blah, 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 and I'm going to have your badge. You don't know who mm. you messing with. And I couldn't even focus on my day project and my group members because I was like, oh, wait a minute. She really a commissioner? And I'm like, mm-hmm. I don't know about that. But my point is, she made me think about it. I'm like, dang, not that I'm going to do it, but I'm like, dang, I could call it out like that. Um, I'm Commissioner McClain. You better not mess with me, man. I, I'll okay. have your badge, but but I'm not going to do all that. So anyway, anyway, long story short, she got her little blanket, got her little pillow, and started walking away. But as she was walking away, she said, you don't know who you messing with. You don't mess with Commissioner, blah, 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 and I'm going to have your badge. I was like, all right, then. <laughs> I almost wanted to ask her, where's your badge, miss? What commission you sit on? I'm going to make sure I don't come to that meeting. Okay, but anyway. But anyway, yeah, that was, I just wanted that to share was, that. That was a personal enlightenment. Oh, Lord, it's been a festive week. I actually, um, I'm not mad at her, actually. Yes. I'm not mad at her for speaking up. I, I'm not mad at her either. I ain't mad at her either. She was telling the <laughs> truth, though. That's right. what I'm talking about, because it, it wasn't scaring the policeman. He wasn't right. a bit more concerned about her uh, t- taking his badge, having his job, or whatever. And then the fact yeah. that she said she was commissioned or something. So I'm like, maybe she was back in her day, you know? Man, mm-hmm. right. once you're a commissioner, you always a commissioner. You Once you're a commissioner, you always a commissioner. It's mm-hmm. just that you have mm-hmm. to change your name to former. But anyway, my neighborhood, yeah, because you never know, you you never know what may have happened to her in her life. Maybe she became homeless, you know. Yeah, you know, I, I figured that. You know, she yeah, she became homeless, but she remembers she had named anybody can become homeless. Yeah. It's a decision. You know, there are situations that occur, 
However, God forbid, you know, for anybody could be in that position, you know, based on decisions that you make in your life. So no telling what happened, in, you know, to her, what circumstances. You know, you never know. Yeah, she so may we have been somebody that, well, yeah, she said, well, she said yeah, she was she a commissioner, was. so I'm not going to take that from her. Yeah. She probably was. Yeah, and you said either. once you stop being a commissioner, yeah. you always won, right? Didn't you say that? Yeah, they just they just changed on I'll just be considered former former commissioner, oh, so just you, like former so maybe president. She Clinton. Said former. Yeah. Maybe she should have said former. Yeah, because yeah, because she was making it seem like she that right now. Okay. Anyway, um, so now we don't have two personal enlightenments. Uh, oh, did you know? Did you know? Let's do a did you know serious moment. Um, on July third, two thousand and nineteen. Uh, governor, uh, God forgive me, God dug it, the governor. I can't think of his name right now, but the new mm-hmm. governor. He signed, uh, he signed the law. Only California, not Chicago, not New York, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. just California. He signed into law that uh, people that have that wear natural hairstyles. At work, in the workplace, or at school, cannot be discriminated against. So we just thank Governor um, for doing that. And maybe um, because California paved the way, maybe the other states will think about doing the same. Um, somebody shouldn't have to worry about how they wear their hair if they're going to get fired or if they have to worry about coming to school and people mess with them about their natural hair. I went through my my ethnic days, but I I actually I've been going back to it. I like versatile. I like different stuff. So, yeah, I appreciate that because even though I labeled it ethnic, to be honest with you, that's not right because it's our it's a hairstyle that we like to wear. And a lot of us that have that type of hair, which are African Americans, but you have some people that are mixed that have that type of hair as well. Like the hair is curly, more curly than straight. And then you have those that have kinky hair. And then you have those that have the spongy hair. So you have different types of hair. But believe me, most, I believe they're all mixed with African American or let's say black because everybody might not be, if they're not American, but it can be considered um, black. It's kind of hard to really touch on that because that's a deep subject. You know, when you're talking to a student, we, we overthink stuff. So I'm like really going into it. Wait a minute. Well, is it called black? Yeah. Well, anyway, what they call us in society, black people, um, if you have black in you, usually your hair can become kind of kinky or more curlier. And then we tend to like to wear our hair natural. And so those natural hairstyles is not, quote, unquote, European looking. So it's not straight. It's not the straight hair look, you know. So um, a lot of people that are conscious of where they're from and they want to wear their natural look, um, I know over the years it's been an issue. Because I think I remember back in the day, when my mom first went into her field of work, which is social work, they had an issue with the type of hair that you wear. So she had to like make sure that it looked conservative versus, because I think at the time she was wearing sister locks and they, she had to wear it in a conservative way. 
So even I know people that wear the natural look versus before when they wore natural, they just wore it natural the way they wanted to. But now it's like they're fixing it in a way where it looks still like it fits into a conservative look. So now since that law has been passed and the pressure is not as not on as much, which is a good thing. However, we still want to look presentable at the same time. However, what's considered presentable? Because the people that are looking at it and not considering it a nice hairstyle, they just don't like the the grade, you know, of the hair, you know, but I'm glad that people are um, conscious and that they're wearing their natural hair because a lot. I remember at one time it was like, oh, people still say that. They'd be like, oh, you got good hair because your hair is straight or because your hair is wavy. Oh, you got good hair, but then they want to label kinky hair. I think people that have kinky hair that's coarse and and the ones that be thinking they need to have, they have to put perm on there to, you know, make it manageable, all that kind of stuff. I think they have the most beautiful hair. Because guess what? When they put their hair in a hairstyle, their hair is whole, so nice and it's so full. And even if they wear it natural, like any way that they wear it, it just looks really nice. So I love people that have that coarse hair. I, unfortunately, don't have that kind of hair. My, I'm in that spongy box. That's where I am. I have like a mixture. So. Okay. Yeah. But I, like, I want to have I a like dissertation. Uh-huh. I, I would like to have an identification because we want to make sure we give our right sources, give the right information. So the governor's name of California, and I knew it, it just had a brain for it, you know, is Gavin Newsom. So we just thank Gavin Newsom for, you know, taking the time to sign that law for California. And before we go into our, our subject matter, uh, stigma, uh, parenting, the stigma of parenting, and it takes a village part two. Vicky, uh, you were talking about your hair is spongy. Did you say spongy? Like SpongeBob? Yeah, like spongy. Yeah, what like, the heck is that? What it is is like it doesn't take a lot to lay my hair down. Like I could put water on it and brush it, but then yeah. once it dries yeah. up, it like swells up. So even when I put like, oh that's what you call spongy it, okay and it's it's like it's it's like I have a mixture of kinky and straight hair because of my ancestors my family my grandmother okay. both okay. sides of my family have this wavy like hair well I have the combination the wavy and kinky together so I have to wrap it down to lay it down and all those things it, it's not nappy. But it won't lay down yeah. like I have different things sticking up. So I have okay, to put I different you. I just on my to... hair, different solutions on my I hair to lay it down. So yeah, I just want to clarification. I'm pretty sure that people that have spongy hair can recognize it because they have it too. But um, yeah, it's okay. that mixture here. It's like you have kinky and the straight hair mixed together. You create this spongy hair, and then my hair is not thick either. So, okay. Yeah, well, like, you heard yeah, it here on Tunnel Vision. <laughs> Tunnel Vision. You know, we talk about <laughs> many topics. Tunnel Vision. Okay. So, thank you for clarifying, Miss Spongy. And then one more thing we're gonna talk about. What is what is all your plans for dinner? Are you cooking tonight? Actually, hello. I'm leaving that. Okay. I'm, hello. Can you hear me? Hello. 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 Thank yeah. You. Hello. I'm the spring commercial. That, Can you hear me now? I'm gonna I'm gonna leave that up to um 
to my other half, my my husband. Okay. But okay. what I have had was I made a um, pasta salad that I've been eating on on my lunch break. And I've been really experimenting with it. And what I've been doing is putting all kind of vegetables in my pasta salad. I have the, what is the curly noodles called? For the pasta salad? I can't I give you that information right now. Would okay, you like me to look, would you like me to look that up? No, it's not that important. The curly noodles, maybe it might come to me before I finish talking. But anyway, I um, put yeah. cucumbers. I even threw, I had bought some gourmet olives. I threw those in there. Not a, It wasn't a whole lot. Like I had like a about a quarter of my container left of that. And it had Excuse like me. the peppers in it. Excuse me. I tossed that in there. Yes. Excuse me. Tomatoes. Excuse me. The different peppers. The what red, the heck is gourmet? Excuse me. What the, the heck is gourmet olives? You buy those at, my suggestion is Whole Foods or Sprouts. And they have a they have okay. an olive bar and they have the gourmet olives and you can get them so they're like oh, fresh okay. olives in the different um, juices the different oils that they a put different varieties like a buffet yes, variety okay yeah so okay anyway, see I've used to go to the store and, and you get them out the can you open them up with a can opener mm-hmm, I put broccoli in there. Oh, I don't remember. And I some I put a little seasoning, garlic powder, and I put uh, cayenne and gourmet. I usually put I usually put my um, Italian dressing in it too. So generally, I put that in there. And oh, the tomatoes are the um, cherry tomatoes too. I use the cherry tomatoes. I may be leaving out stuff because sometimes I look in the refrigerator and see what I have. I put my green onions and I drop it in. But anyway, we'll go on and on. But basically, that pasta salad was the bomb. And then I turned around and put some tuna on top of it. Girl, that's all I needed for that 30-minute lunch break. Because, you know, they don't give you that long on lunch these days. But moving okay, well, thank right you for along, because we, we, our time is running thin. We need to get to the topic. Um, okay, let's go. So I'm sorry. I'm still going to think about that question out there. <laughs> Who is a part of your village? Who is a part of your village? Our topic is um, parenting stigma. It takes a village. However, we just want to put that question out there. Who is in, who is a part of your village? So we're going to put that on our, um, on our social media sites. And if you have an answer and you want to comment, please comment. Um, I want to apologize because we have we have some technical difficulties. We didn't start at our regular time. We ended up having to change it to three o'clock. But um, we did want to give. I kind of like um, it three o'clock. But anyway, go ahead. We wanted to give love to um, our our sponsor, Eon H Two O Water. I just want to let you know that um, she's our sponsor, um, and she's also the sponsor. Um, for the radio show, um, WEXT 88.3. But I just wanted to say about the water. I got my glass of water, but today I'm drinking alkaline water. But do you know that Eon H2O have alkaline water too? So I'm just putting that out there that um, if you're interested in alkaline water as well, you can get that from her too. And, you know, you should check out their website because they got a lot of different um, um, choices. You know, you can get the spring water, the alkaline water, 
And they were even working on a wine with alkaline in it. So, you know, I'm just giving you a little tidbit, you know, go check it out, and then you can find out the rest of the information. But I do want to give her love. Okay, now that we done gave. Now that you done gave the uh, identification, done gave her advertisement. Okay. I just want to add one more thing. Okay. Uh, We've been on the air. We've been on the air for a month. A month. On the 14th. We did our our first show on July 14th, and it is now August 18th. So we've been doing show for a month and a couple of days. So we just want to thank our wow. sponsor for allowing us to still be on here, even with our and technical difficulties. Much yeah, love. that's crazy. On this day, we had technical difficulties. We didn't even have technical difficulties on the first day. I mean, we did, but then nobody know. It didn't affect them. <laughs> well, dang, Vicky, you done told everybody now. Well, God, we, we don't have no secrets. Huh? I'm just kidding. You don't have. We don't have no secrets. God. <laughs> we don't have no secrets on this show. And Vicky want to come on the show and just air all the business. Okay. Can we talk about stigma and parenting? Let's talk about that. Okay. So, um, Vicky, you wanted to continue the conversation about um, rites of passage. So, we'll let you continue. Yeah. So, my question to you is is that you were telling me that you were kind of like unaware, you didn't, weren't clear on when I was talking about yeah. the right to pass it. Can you explain that to me? Yeah, let me, let me clarify what I meant. Let me clarify what I meant. I'm not saying that I didn't know what the heck you were talking about. I was just mm-hmm. saying that I needed more clarification of what you meant when you were talking about the different um, types of um rites of passage you have, and I was thinking you were talking about programs because I know they have specific programs about rites of passage, and we probably need to give up that information. But you were saying that they're programs, but you don't have to go to a program. You don't have to overthink of rites of passage can be in your own dang house, correct? So basically, rites of passage is just a uh-huh. method of teaching your child life skills. Like when you first, when you have a child and, you know, you get, you have a baby and the baby is complete, totally dependent on the mother and the father, hopefully, but the, let's okay. say the parents. Okay. Let's say the parents because we uh-huh. have different dynamics these days. So the yes. baby is dependent on the, on the parents. And okay. so the baby doesn't lay there and get fed, get fed, diaper change told when to go to sleep, all those things. So the child, the baby grows up into a toddler, and then we won't Wait, go to each phase. Wait, how the baby go to sleep? The baby goes to sleep on his own. Okay. Yeah, go ahead. No, no. The mom, no, there's just ways that, believe me, I know how to put a baby to sleep. No, I know it's a lot of moms out there. No, you said tell to them to go to sleep. sleep. Well, you said I'm tell saying, them to go like, to sleep. You know, okay. Yeah, you put them on a... You know, okay, you put them you. on a schedule, and, you know, certain things you do, it fools them, and they fall asleep, you know. So I'm just saying that. But that's different than telling um, them. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> I want to be anyway, different today. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> anyways, <then laughs> you have a child. <laughs> when the child, when the baby gets to a certain age, then they can start feeding yes. themselves. You know, of course, they walk, they go to the restroom, you teach them how to go to the restroom, all those things. But once they get to a certain age, they can start doing chores. 
when they get old enough to start okay. doing chores. Really, be honest with you, I think they should start way before 12, way before 10. I think they should show them, okay, let's go put it in the trash, you know, because I know I would do that. I would be like, okay, um, whatever my child name was, and I'll say, Go put that in the trash, but, you, you know, you have to show them and, you know, try to keep things clean because, you know, babies, they'll touch everything. So I'm just saying the point I'm trying to make is when they get a certain age, the rites of passage is that part where you're teaching them life skills when they're old enough mentally and physically to be able to start doing different things in regards to life skills. So it could be they have chores that they have to do every day. It could be, right. um, you know, going out to the store. Um, so with the rites of passage that I was speaking on last week, I was saying in a more uncivilized environment in the country, like in other countries where they're not as civilized. And I, sometimes I don't like using that word civilized and uncivilized. I just like to say a yeah. different way that they live. They live a different way. They didn't live. That's what much better. Um, what is it? Um, contemporary. Their uncontemporary lifestyle. Let's say it like that. An uncontemporary lifestyle. Yeah. Created a word. <laughs> uncontemporary lifestyle. Talk about civilized, they, like we like cavemen and all like that. They're, <laughs> like they're more involved in um, the outside. Like they into farming, hunting, you know, things like that. So I'm saying with their rights of passage, they would show, show the boys how to hunt, you know, all those type of things that they would do out in the field. And, you know, don't get uh-huh. me wrong, because I know some cultures, the women did the hunting, but we just I'm just going to focus on the boys doing the hunting or the men doing the hunting. But and then the females, their rights of passage in other countries, they would go into other homes and they would learn how to take care of a house, children, you know, those type of things. So I'm saying that you don't have to be a part of a right to passage program to have those same um, skills taught to your own child. But it's just that with, with the right to passage is structured. And so a lot of homes are missing that structure. So I just wanted to okay. mention to kind of like touch on what the right to passage actually means. Like it's, it, it's a lot more to it. There's a lot more steps. Um, depending on, you know, how much knowledge you have, how much wisdom you have, you know, resources. Resources are so important because some people don't have the resources. Maybe you have a parent that's going, that has to go to work and they're a single parent. Or you might have two parents, the, 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 uh, you have two parents in the home, but they don't make enough income where one of them can be home with the children. So they both have to go to work. Because I know I grew up in a house where my parents, we, um, we were doing okay. They were considered middle class. But in order to take care of us, it still was they both had to go to work. So I had to go to the babysitter. Somebody had to watch me. You know, they couldn't be at home with me. They were out there hustling, trying to, you know, keep up what they had. Like they had bought property and things like that. So depending on what's going on, even if nowadays, shoot, it's like you renting and you trying to keep up your rent, you know. So, and then car notes or maybe your car break down, you got to make sure you have the money to pay for that. And, you know, so it's different situations. And they have some people, they have it, they're doing well. Their credit is straight, so they're able to take advantage. But if you don't have those resources, if you don't have that knowledge, that skill base, 
then how are you going to pass it down to your children? So I was just, I, 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 hopefully I didn't get off subject. I don't like getting off subject, but I was just basically saying that the rites of passage is teaching, teaching life skills, teaching life skills okay. in a structured manner, the best that you can, but you can start with baby steps and then you do research. But see, for me, I didn't know anything about rites of passage when I started having my kids. So for me, there was a lack of knowledge. So what about how many more people are out there that went through that? And then by the time you find out, you have so much going on, you don't have a way to implement it because you've got a lot of stuff going on. So how do you implement it? Or you have a lack of resources. Like Because like, I know one thing I wanted to do when I was raising um, my kids, one of my kids seemed like they had the potential to learn foreign languages. So I wanted to get them connected with uh, a program where they can take different foreign languages, but I didn't have the resources. And, you know, that's the part where the village comes in at, because sometimes people have information and they do not share it. It's like they just be like, mm, I'm not telling nobody because I don't want nobody to steal the blessing that I'm getting. Or if they even recognize it as a blessing, they just be like, well, I ain't worried about them. We just trying to get it for us. However, okay, well, can I, can I stop you there for a minute? Can I stop you there yes, for a minute? Yes, she may. Yes, she may. Okay. Okay. I'm going to go to another side. When you said about they don't want to share and all that. Okay, that's true. And but then the other side of it, we got people that don't want people in their business. Um, they you know, they don't want nobody in their business. Me, myself and I. And I just wanted to go back to when you were saying about uh kids and sometimes when the parents have to go to work, both parents, you know, make the needs what is the word I'm looking for? Uh, to make the needs make be met within the household. Yeah, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. I didn't want to overthink it and make it too big than what it had to be. Thank you. Okay, thank you. Okay, so I want to say is we have nowadays in our society, they call them latchkey kids, okay, where they, you know, they can't afford a babysitter, so then they have to stay home and then, you know, make sure they do what they need to do before their parents get there. Now, I can relate to that. I'm not saying I was a latchkey latch kid. Excuse me? Huh? What's I that? can relate to that. However, my parents could afford yeah. child care, but, um, yeah. and it was reasonable, but I actually, you know how you go to family members' house and then that's why. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. Family members or neighbors. Uh, okay. I'm sorry, I don't mean to steal your moment. Go ahead. Uh-uh, stop saying you sorry. We done had an hour <laughs> show on that. We we apologize. Okay. Yeah. As I was saying, I accept your apologize. I accept your apology. You see how friendly we are with one another. We love each other. It's just so sickening. Now, as I was trying to say, um, I grew up in a household. You know how Vicky was talking about uh, rites of passage, and they should uh, they should teach their children early about chores. Okay, I'm being funny, but I'm being serious. In my, I don't know about that because. In my household, it was just a given. You know what I'm saying? I make a joke all the time. If you were McLean, you came out your womb, right to passage, okay? You were about your womb, knowing how to wash dishes, how to cook, um, and all that stuff. You had no excuse. 
okay? My dad was in the military. You don't play, uh-uh. So I, I guess I missed the rice of patches because I had to be ready. So when I <laughs> got home, when I, that's what I'm saying. When Everybody I got home, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm being funny. But, I mean, I'm just saying that I wasn't bored, of course, because I was a baby, like Vicky said, and all of that, and I had to go through all that process. But I'm just like, we had to be doing chores early on, okay? We didn't have no choice. And then let me ask this. For for parents out there that have disabled, excuse me, let me say it right. Children with disabilities, hello? Hello. You a person, they a person first. They have a disability second. I ain't telling you something I wrote. I ain't telling you something I read in the book. I'm telling you firsthand knowledge. I am a person with a disability, and my parents had me doing chores, okay? And they wasn't thinking about, oh, she too tired. Oh, don't give her that much. Heck no. No, man. I didn't start talking about it. I was tired till I was grown. Hello? I had time to be talking about I was tired and I didn't want to do something. So I'm just saying, mm-hmm. when you have children with disabilities, children, period, but, but especially children with disabilities on the serious side, when you give them chores, and I'm not saying you got to give them a lot, you make the decision how much they can do, but it's helping them to learn to be independent. Because I feel mm-hmm. it's a stereotype sometimes in our society when it comes to kids with disabilities that um, sometimes parents or families feel like the uh, kids going to be with them for the rest of their life. Hello? What time is it? Mm-hmm. It is 3.53, and I live on my own. Been living on my own since I was 18, so y'all just hold on to that thought. Okay. <laughs> Go ahead, finish mm-hmm. up the subject about it take a so, village. So with what, because time is thin, we are going to carry the subject over one more time because we still need to talk about the present stigmas, and then what we can do, Yes. what can happen in the future if we don't change the negative stigma or how yes. it can be in the future. Um, I just wanted to um, just take the time and, and allow you to give our listeners how they can contact us because we're going to be out in a minute. So if you could go ahead and... Um, Tell them our social media um, outlets and our website, please. Yes. Yes, I will do that. Um, Divine Victory Ministries, um, our tunnel vision is up under that, under our production site. And our phone number is five. Oh, um, I'm not trying to give out the number right now. Forgive me. Excuse me. You're fine. Excuse me. Okay. Five six two. That's all you will get. Remember how we talk about area code? Okay, five well, six two. That's all hat. y'all gonna get right now. Uh, what you hat. say? I'm gonna put it. On okay, my okay, hat. okay. Well, so we'll let you know when we have our five six two posse. Okay, all right then. Maybe mm-hmm. we have to make clothing right now. Okay, but anyway, um, outside of the five six two area code, um, mm-hmm. our email is divine divine victory productions. At gmail.com. Our web, oh, let me do it two more times. Repetition. No. Divine Victory Productions at gmail.com. I don't mess with the program. Divine Victory Productions at gmail.com. Okay, and our website is Divine Victory Ministries dot D U D A 
zero n e. I mean o n e one. You know dot com. I have to spell it. You know I have difficulty saying it. Okay, being transparent. Our social media is Divine Victory Ministries. Um, remember, I said in our social media, there's more than one Divine Victory Ministries. So make sure you're looking at the one that has the key in the middle. Thank you very much. Our Twitter is DVN418. Our Instagram is Divine Victory Ministries. I think I have uh, did all our social media contact information outside of our telephone number. If you want our telephone number, then you email mm-hmm. us. Thank you very much. All right, and please let us know if you think that it'll be a good idea to do the five six two hat. <laughs> uh, Vicky just really want to do that five six two thing. <laughs> All righty then. So um, we're going to continue talking about parenting um, stigma of parenting. It takes a village. On next week, we will be coming back at two o'clock. We should have our technical situation in, in control. And um, we're going to just go a little further with um, talking about the um, rites of passage, how much more we can do in that area as far as implementing those techniques, and then also going to the stigma uh, in the community, how we need to stop that. Vika, you have a close Hallelujah. Oh, my God. I was trying to get to know hallelujah, holla back. But let me, let me think about it for a second. What positive what positive encouragement can I give today? I know you got something on that stuff we went through today. <laughs> you didn't go through it for nothing. You got a testimony. <laughs> oh my God. The joy of the Lord is our strength and that is in the Bible. Um, and I and I just want to leave a quote. I say it quite often, but this is my favorite quote, and I'm just really been saying it a lot lately. So the encouragement word for today, and take it with you until next week. <sighs> Theodore Roosevelt was our president, and I don't know if everybody knew this, but he was a person with a disability, and I got he got it later on in life, and I don't think. Um, too many knew that, too many people knew that he was struggling with a disability and he was still able to be the president. They kind of hid it. So anyway, he has a quote, and his quote is, believe you can, and you're halfway there. Hmm. I'm not saying your mama got to believe, your daddy got to believe, your homie got to believe. I say you, you, because sometimes you got to be your own encourager. Let me say that again. Sometimes you got to be your own encourager. Hallelujah. Holla back. We'll be back next week, same time, same place. Be blessed. I'll encourage you and I'll oh encourage my God. myself too. <laughs> yes. Oh, my God. Our show is over? Man, no. Bye. We're out. <laughs>